Hello there, welcome along to PTI Australia. I'm Russell Barwick, Sam Kegovic. Thank the almighty, the football is about to start and we can at least enjoy it. Start ourselves. rejoicing again because we've got the hammering all over the world we yeah. have in recent times. Cricket is dead, long live the footy. No, you keep talking. I'm sorry to interrupt. What? <laughs> Uh, no Mardi Gras jokes here, no, very no. serious today we are. Tonight on the show, the real footy is about to burst into life. The Aussie cricket selectors should be given life. The Wanderers breathing new life into the A-League. And Shane Van Gisbergen's career comes back to life. Ah, some beautiful work, <laughs> oh, Rusty. Yes. You haven't been jaded by that week's sabbatical. And Jason Taylor is here to preview the NRL season. And we play some toss-up. Asking the big questions, and it's all brought to you, of course, by sportingbet.com.au. As it always is. But first, the NRL season kicks off Thursday night with the Rabbitohs and Roosters getting things underway. The marketing spin says it's going to be the biggest season ever. What do you make of it? I actually agree with the marketing spin. I think the off-season has had the normal. There's been a couple of dramas. Uh, the face of the league campaign has fallen over at the last minute. That's pretty standard with rugby league. And it still survives. But this... Mm -hmm. Season, even the opening weekend, you've got games on Thursday night, Friday night, Sunday night, Monday night. It's really a perfect build up. And given the fact that the AFL's playing the Tiggy Touchwood at the mm. NAB Cup, it gives them a free kick for a while. What about the Canterbury issue? That would have been oh, a bit of a deterrent. The bit ben of a Barber uh, issue is always a bit yeah. of a deterrent. But look, the opening game, you've got Sonny Bill Williams. They reckon it'll be a full will he house. Play? He will play. We'll talk to Jason Taylor, the assistant coach at the Roosters, in yeah. a second. He will play. How long? I don't know. But I think it'll be a massive season. I want to see how that biggest pack in, I reckon, almost in rugby league history, when you look at uh, Sam Burgess, Asatasi... But got they've, lost, they've lost David Ta uh, Taylor and they've got Ben Teo out uh, Ben Teo back out, back but from Brisbane. But I think they'll... Um, Crocker's there as well. I think Crocker. they'll go really well, South. So they might pick to actually win the comp. I know I'm going off early, but... Yeah. Uh, I think they'll win. I think there won't be too many upsets in the opening season, of course. But Of course, so the, the storm are there too, Russell. Of course you know they are. Uh, talking of upsets, the cricket, and there's two big questions emerging from the second test against India. Just where would Australia be without Michael Clarke? And what were the selectors thinking? Dropping Nathan Lyon, who got five wickets in the first test in favour of Maxwell and Doherty, who picked up a couple of wickets late in the Indian first innings, but the damage is done. The damage, the damage was done. I've got no idea what they're thinking. You've got a feel for Michael Clarke. Because I feel that, uh, look, his figures are compelling. But at the end of the day, I reckon he'll go down in history as another Alan Border. I reckon well, he's... I just think we've got to stick a bit thick. It's India, it's a dust bowl. You know I was there a week ago. Oh, but that's irrelevant. They met... are a different team when they are at home than they are away. The reality is that both you, Doherty and Maxwell are not up to test standard. I know it might be premature in uh, writing them off, but the reality is that they don't even remotely look like good tweakers on benign pitches. See, but you've got the to, Indians, you've got to the Indian... put it together with the pace attack. The pace attack weren't bowling at the stumps. They were giving them too much width, so it takes That's the pressure up. No, when Warren was bowling well, Warren's average in India was what? Warren's... What was Warren's average in India? Warren is a unique individual. But his average in Once India in... was still 45. What I'm saying is he got McGrath at one end and Warren at the other put, yeah. builds pressure. We've got to work in tandem. I'm telling you, the Indian spinners actually spin the ball. Our spinners are conventional orthodox off-spinners and they eat them for breakfast. Mm. To the A-League and the amazing debut season of Western Sydney Wanderers continues after their 1-0 win over top of the table Central Coast. That sent him in the top spot and equal the A-League record of eight wins on the trot. 
FFACO David Gallup went as far as to say that it is the greatest sporting story of the year, and I suggest he may well be right. And according to Twitter, I'm right as well, because I said the exact same story. When did you say that? The, I said it straight after they won. The feel-good <laughs> story of Australian sport, and someone wrote back, shame it's in the A-Logue. I said, no. It's because it's the A-League. They threw no money out. It's not yeah. like GWS yeah. got $20 million but from see, the AFL and the Gold Coast Suns yeah. got the same. These guys got a pork pie, a couple of bob, and do your best. But and you know Tony the great Popovich. story about him? But see, you've got Tony Poffage, you've got a great administration, and you've got some wonderful players yes. in... Uh, uh, Shinji Ono, you've got Mark Bridge, uh, you've Who got... Who uh, average places, players yeah. elsewhere. But you know the great story about the Wanderers? What? You often, you often the see fans. a fans. No, the fans are fantastic. But you often see a side that's a flash-in-the-pan side that'll win you know, when it's under the radar. But they are performing under in intense scrutiny now. Mm. They are the top dog that's been scrutinised from every conceivable angle and they're still performing. There was 18,000 people. first year, 19,000. But the trains were out and they all had to drive there. There was no trains. Normally you catch the train to Gosford. This was no just... No one's got a licence out there, Russell. I'm just saying it was unbelievable. God, strike a lot. How did they gets, get there? They hitched the ride. Hits Pilgrims. The, to the AFL and the new rule in the NAB Cup limiting player interchange rotations to 80 <clears> is creating plenty of noise. Mick Malthouse, John Longmire, Alistair Clarkson are all <clears> big... <throat> Critics. Now, it doesn't come into the season proper until potentially next, next year. year. Might be 90, might so be 80. So they're trying it. So at the moment, they, they're suggesting about 80. They're suggesting 80 rotations. Last year, they averaged 131. I reckon it'll be 100. About 131 rotations last week. Now, last year. What, what people are having difficulty coming to terms with is that the coaches are concerned about the welfare of the players and the game. Because normally players are only concerned about winning the game. They couldn't, give a, they couldn't give a continental if the game was British Bulldog, as long as at the end of the uh, 100 minutes they won the game. But, but it's also pre-season, which is also pre a concern. But I reckon Alistair Clarkson made a very valid point when he said our game is played by the most amount of players on the biggest oval over the longest period of time with an oval-shaped ball. It's the toughest complex game in the world and it goes all right, so why tweak it anymore? <laughs> you always do it. Yeah, and I reckon it, I reckon he makes a very valid well, point there. there was as opposed to fatigue setting in, slowing the game down, less speed, less collision, is the argument on the other side of the, uh, the old spectrum. Argument, which the is the old Well, no, it argument. makes sense also. Yeah, well, a lot of that, blokes, KB, wanted only two blokes on the interchange yeah. and, and reserve. Well, hang on, I don't mind the fatigue setting in. It's not a handicap event. I agree, but I'm just saying 135 is too much. 80's too well, little, let's find, let's find a way some okay. middle where everyone's happy. The V8's are up and running and the big story is Shane Van Gisbergen. He walked away mid-contract at the end of the year, citing lack of motivation, then came back and signed with Techno Autosport. And with his new team, got two poles and one race win the opening of the year. Well, that's Who would have thought that in the world? Well, Who? that's why he wasn't motivated, because the other car was slow. And I heard little bits of words about depression. There's a bit he walked of away and he there. said, I don't want anything to do with it, I need a break. Well, he had a break and he got a better offer. I mean, Sonny Bill Williams did it, uh, other people have yeah, done it. Yeah, but that's it. against the very grain that you always argue about, mid-contract. Once a contract signed... I hate it. That but you know what? It happens. He walked away. People are doing it, day in, so day out. So now you're out. admiring the no, very I'm guy. No, I'm not admiring it at all. But the one person who comes out and says, you know what, I didn't like that, I'm going over here... They get my vote. Uh, well, look, I... Honesty. I reckon it was a fantastic performance. But Great performance. 97,000 attended the... I love the VHs now.
You know why 97,000 attended? Because twenty-seven. No, there was Kiss and Motley Crue playing after the last. Oh, would you go and see Motley Crue? Absolutely. So would I. Uh, but anyhow, the other thing is 97,000. But the racing's phenomenal. It was. It was you great know, racing. VH is a genuine fair dickum Aussie sport. Bit of push and shove between Fabian Bit of grunt, a bit of push and there. Tander, that was good stuff. Yeah, it was fantastic. Not many green voters there, so I'll it was tell fantastic. You what, golf could do with a bit of push and shove. Uh, ah. At the moment, the big story in golf is world number one Rory McIlroy's getting, uh, getting some problems. Since he switched to the Nike clubs at the start of the year, he's played like a hack. Missed the cut in Abu Dhabi, beaten in the first round of the world match play, and on the weekend had a toothache. Yeah, and pulled out, Pulled out after <coughs> nine holes on the uh, second day. Was, was seven over at the time. You had a toothache? I've had plenty of toothaches. Let me tell you this all. Let's get this into perspective. Because let me tell you, there are some scurrilous scuttlebutt out there suggesting that he might be getting off the rails, might be big-headed. Let me tell you, Rory McIlroy is a champion. He's got new clubs, forget about them, he'll adjust to those. More important, he's a young bloke, he's got the nicest-looking girlfriend in the world called Carolyn Wozniacki. Uh, he's reached the mountaintop prematurely. He's, already, he's probably going out there to sow some oats for a while, as we all do. He's 20 we, years of age. We, Let 20 years of best. age. Let's all transgress a while, go off on a tangent. He got Let a million dollars you. for every year he was old exactly. with the uh, Nike So deal. have no worries about yeah, Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy, by the time the Masters come, will be on top of the leaderboard again. I tell so you, just cut him a bit of slack for the sword. There's nothing same... wrong with the clubs. He might be better off putting a bit better, but anyhow, that'll get working. The way uh, same blokes were bagging Jeff Ogilvie uh, last week because they said he had the yips. He comes out and yeah. runs second in the Honda Classic. Honda so, Classic. Yeah. Don't worry. Rory will probably Rory win will in be a week's back. Time. So don't read much into it. Let might me be tell my you. sporting bet best bet of the week, uh, Rory McElroy, to win next week. You're That's the cool. headlines. Next up, Jason Taylor is back in the fold with the NRL season about to kick off. He's also the assistant coach at the Roosters and he's also our rugby league expert. So he's coming into the show. And heaven knows we need one. Well, Thursday night is NRL kickoff night. The Roosters taking on the Rabbitohs at uh, the football stadium, and our man Jason Taylor, right amongst it, the assistant uh, coach of the Roosters. Gradually uh, creeping up there, isn't he? Yeah. Under twenties, assistant. What about the new coach? What's he like? Yeah, he's going great. Look, really enjoying working with him. <laughs> yeah. And um, nice. No, Really, really doing a good job. What and, you uh, brought to the environment, aside from a couple of new players and 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 some you know some enthusiasm. Look, he's he's brought um, a really smart, relaxed approach, but uh, discipline is high. Uh, the the players are really enjoying what we're doing. This, the attitude from the players is excellent. Like the, the the big bonus that we've got is that we're starting with a team who has been really disappointed with their performance over the last couple of years. Yep. So they're really, really keen to make amends for that. Um, and Trent's really got things rolling in the right direction. Well, that might be the case, but the big buzz around the Roosters, of course, is SBW, Sonny Bill Williams. Uh, will he play? Yeah, he'll play. He'll be, he'll be named on the bench and um, he'll play. And what's his attitude been? I mean, to say he's been to France, he wants to box, he wants to do a bit of this. As, and you talk about discipline, so how's his attitude? His now? attitude's been superb. Uh, he, he turned up, when he came back to have his pec operation, he came back from Japan because he got injured and he got the operation. He came to every training session. And he took notes about what we were working on. Um, his attitude to what we've been doing has been absolutely superb. I couldn't fault him. He's, he's an absolute professional and I'm sure he'll do well. He's going to take a while. It's, it's all going to take a while for us at the Roosters because we've got a lot of new players and we're starting again. But um, we'll be ready to go for South. But a lot of improvement as the season goes by. Just Nick Politis quickly said that Sonny Bill should be the new face of the NRL. That might uh, fly in the face of a few people. Do, would you think that would be a bit premature, especially since he's only on a one-year deal? Look, as far as the Roosters go, we're keen for, for it to just be 
for Sonny to just be another one of our players, and yeah. that's that's the way we're approaching it. And he is he is just just a member of our team. Right. He's going to be an integral part of it, but he's he's just part of it. Many are tipping the uh, the bunnies to be premiers this year. I'm going to say it's an awesome pack for a start. You look at their pack, you know, the Burgess, the Lemas, the Crockers, the Asatasis, and Ben Teo there as well. It's an enormous pack. Yeah, they're impressive in the Charity Shield against the Dragons. Uh, they play a very controlled style of footy. Um, there's a bit of pressure on them, I think, because a lot of people do think that that's the case, that they can win the competition. Every, so, every time this year. I mean, you coach them, um, you know the expectations so, yeah, high. Look, but th they are genuine contenders this time around. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they handle that. What about Ben Barber? What do you make of that? Yeah. Oh, look, it's Big story. It's disappointing to see Ben go through that. Look, it, it's really tough what these, these... You know, everybody talks about the time that they have on their hands and the money these guys are getting paid, that, but they are under a lot of pressure at a very young age. A lot of scrutiny. And it's tough. It, it really is tough. I'm not excusing anything that, that Ben's done. I don't know the real details of it. Uh, it doesn't seem that too many people do, but... Um, I'm, I think that we'll see him back on the field before the end of the season because I don't know if people realise how important this guy was to the Bulldogs last year. They'll still play well without him, but they are not the team that they, they were with Ben Barber. But not only to the Bulldogs, but to the game. And, and you've had experience with former teammates that get too much time in the hand, got themselves into trouble. It is an ongoing issue, but it's an ongoing issue for young people in general. Though. Absolutely. It's, you know, Ben Barber and, and so many people of, or kids of, of the same age of him that went to school with him would be having the same issues that he's having. And just he, what he does is splashed all over the newspapers. Yeah, that's um, the difference. Yeah. It's tough for them. It, it really is tough Someone for these young the street, guys. Someone else they just say, oh, well, mate. Yeah, they're, they're living they're in live. a cocooned environment under enormous scrutiny and they're all of a sudden out in the real world. It's very difficult, the adjustment sometimes. And the hard thing is you, all of these kids grow up wanting to be Football. rugby league yeah, players yeah. And, and they want to play on television, but they just don't realise what comes with it. And there's some real hard work uh, and you understand involved for, in what comes with it. You know, three quarters of their life they're trained to be risk takers, you know, really stretch the boundaries. And all of a sudden they're going in an environment which is somewhat confined and disciplined and structured. Yeah, we want, it's not we, easy to adjust. We want them to be aggressive and tough on yeah. the field and schoolboys off it. And it's, uh, it's difficult. Uh, I will say that the Roosters have been schoolboys. And aside from the Ben Barber issue and the odd one, it has been a relatively quiet off-season. But we're now looking at potentially the biggest year in rugby league, you think, with all the games on telly and radio and all sorts of things? Yeah, I think so. I think, I think that the excitement around the season, the, the, I think there's enormous uncertainty about who will be the premiers at the end of the season. Um, and, and the fact that so many clubs have, have made so many big purchases in the off-season. You know, the, some of the, the guys that have come back to the game, particularly Sonny, uh, you know, Luke O'Donnell's another one at the Roosters who's come back to the NRL. We've got some, some real key players in, in a lot of the top teams that are really going to add to this competition. Storm, Storm's still team to beat. I don't think the Storm can win the competition in 2013. Tick. Particularly because they won there it last you year. You can't do it. You can't do it. You yeah. can't go and play in that World Club Challenge uh, it, it, just before the season starts and then, and then be in the money... At the, at the end of the year. Last year, when Manly got flogged against Melbourne last year late, when they got flogged, they're still wondering what happened to them. What happened to them was the fact that they won the competition the year before, they played in the World Club Challenge at the start of the year, and they just ran out of petrol. Yeah. And that'll Quickly happen to Melbourne refs. as well. Referees were a big issue last year. What do you, uh, do Look, you I think? love what Daniel Anderson has done so Did far. I? It's been great, and I'm sure that we're going to have a smoother run with the referees, but it won't be incident-free. It just can't be. JT, uh, looking forward to your uh, input throughout the year. Assistant coach. Assistant coach. 
Next up, time for Tossa facing off this week. Xavier Doherty, Glenn Maxwell, Shinji Ono and Alessandro Del Piero and the AFL versus the NRL's new commercial. Did you like uh, Jessica? Are you a fan of Jessica Mobile? Very nice. I love it. I love it. I love the fact that she she is a fan of the game. Toss-up time, punters. We're pitting two foes against each other and there can only be one winner, Winner. normally the one that you don't pick. First up, after both were picked ahead of Nathan Lyon for the second test, who will ultimately play more tests for Australia, Xavier Doherty or Glenn Maxwell? Oh, I think Glenn Maxwell might just play one more than him. Well, Doherty's got a couple ahead of him already. Already. You'll get another one. He took four for us, so that gives you an indication that he, he may get another game. And I think they might persevere with him for the duration Glenn of these Maxwell series. Glenn Maxwell may not be seen after this series. Um, no, well, here's after 20, the series, yeah. He's a 2020 player. Well, I don't know about that. I think the, the person they're waiting in the wings when he fulfills his uh, citizenship... This is a career thing, not just this series. No, no, this I is career. that. Yeah. Well, you'd think Horrocks or Crazier should have been brought back prior to these You've two. You've got to think Jason Crazier must have uh, well, walked over a black cat or something. Well, no, I've, he heard, gets... I've heard of issues with uh, Crazier, but uh, you'd think he's the best tweaker that we've got at the moment, unless... Nathan uh, Lyon's the best tweaker. We've just got to persevere. We've just got to keep the pressure on. OK, but anyway, but the question Maxwell, was, I think Glenn Maxwell will play one more. Glenn Maxwell's Doherty. got a do this a bit more rather than 2020. No, he does. He's got to do this more and this more and those anyway, I'm going for Doherty. As we head towards the finals, we've got to ask the question in the A-League, who has been the best marquee signing? Alessandro Del Piero or Shinji Ono? Ooh, this is line ball because there's two distinct categories here. I'm going to say Del Piero. Ah, of course you are. Purely and, well, only from a marketing perspective. I think he's been great They're for the game. Outside the and top the, six. Yeah, well, okay, I know on field. On field, you could say Shinji Ono got five goals, I, Del Piero's got 11 goals. I just goals said there's two categories. I just the said weekend. there's two categories. There's only one winner. There's only one winner, but Shinji I'm telling you. Shinji Ono. No, no, hey, no, can, no. Can I ask you a question? For the broader base. Can you remember who finished ninth in the AFL last year? Yes. And who was their number one player? Uh, Cochin. But who won the Cochin. competition last year? Who won the comp? The Swans. The, the Swans. same as the Wanderers. Shinji no. Ono. The best ever, because he probably cost, been cost half as much. Off the field, he's been t- fantastic for the A-League. couple of very big series for the Wallabies this year, and on the weekend there was a bit of talk from one of the Waratahs' assistance coaches that they might just win the Bledisloe. So it got us thinking, who and what would they have the better chance of winning? The British Lions test... Well, the Bledisloe. The Bledisloe by 100 miles will be far easier winning it this year than against the British Lions. Finally got one right. Because they're not going to win the Lions series, are they? The Lions got a million to one beating the Lions. The Lions will thrash them. But the Bledisloe Cup, they've got a distinct possibility. Because rugby, let me tell you, rugby New Zealand's gone through a bit of a transition. And they'll be a bit complacent oh, well, after just, winning the World the, Cup. The, the, the bit of a just transition. Won the World Cup. They won 20 games in a row. They lost yeah. their first okay, game well, against Britain. Sure. Well, they the can't Bombs. stay up there forever in a day. Mm. And the World Cup one got the monkey off their back. So they'll, yeah, they McCaw won it in 1987. Yeah, but McCaw and all those boats are getting over the hill now. So they'll trial a few youngsters. <laughs> and this is the Aussies' you best chance. You know we chance. go to New Zealand. They're hey. probably, they, we, you won't be allowed to I know we go to New Zealand. Who wants to go to New Zealand? The last time I was there, I saw two sheep nailed to the fence, you know, in a paddock. Yeah. I thought I thought it was a leisure centre. But anyhow, <laughs> look, uh, I'm telling you, they are primed to I be agree. rolled. I think we'll get smacked in the lines. I agree. Lines but not with everything. Belted. I love New Zealand. Come and take, come and take. Uh, both the oh, AFL and NRL have released their latest commercials. Let's have a little look at the NRL one first.
That is Jessica Mowboy doing her very best, and I really enjoyed that. What do you think? Mowboy was outstanding. Yes. I like that commercial. It's a jingle, good jingle about it, and it's more domestic and it's more Australian. Okay, like well, that. here's the AFL's version featuring ACDC. <laughs> Yeah, see, that one's obviously uh, looked after a few people with a trip overseas. No, it's nothing to do with that. I can see what they're doing there. Akadaka are great. Toss up. Which but, one's better, AFL or NRL? Well, I'm going to say the NRL one. I thought the jingle was... Give me some skin there, brother. No, I'm telling Finally you for you've why. Got it right. See, the AFL are all about international, about the expansionism, about you know, world domination. This is a little bit more domestic. This is a, a little girl. bit more real. And we can identify with this one a lot better. I agree. But I long agree. term, it probably has the impact. But at the moment... And Stick unless the, the ACDC boys turn up for grand final day, it's a waste of uh, $500,000 for mine. Oh, it won't be a waste, but I'm just saying. Because Jessica Mowboy will certainly be there on grand final day. Mowboy? Mowboy. Mowboy. If I got that wrong. Anyhow, that great. is toss-up done. I agree the NRL's the better one. Next up, big finish, happy time, and our sporting bet best bets of the week. Week one of the NRL. Hunters. Yes. It's been a long time coming. Have some Get on the store. Happy 35th birthday this week, the soccer is Captain Lucas Neal. But hasn't been a happy return to Australia with two losses from two starts for Lucas. And a very big fortnight coming up with games against Central Coast and the Melbourne Victory. Happy anniversary to Geoffrey Fennick. 25 years ago he won his third and final world title. He beat Victor Callejas to win the uh, WBC World Featherweight title. At that stage he was only the 11th boxer in history to win three. One of our greatest fighters of all time, really? a happy trails, Benji Marshall. He's lost the captaincy of the New Zealand Test team, and I reckon that yeah, that'll be the best work. thing that happened to him. I, don't I reckon. Think it's a, look, I'm it's not, not being rude. It's not a big deal, but I'd rather Benji play great football than yeah, worry about the captaincy. He doesn't need that. Casey Stoner made his V8s debut on the weekend in the second tier and crashed out of the race in the first race. Finished 14th in uh, the second race. I think that's an OK start. I give him a tick. Yes, yeah, mm -hmm. no doubt about that. The MCC won T20 cricket at the 2024 Olympics. Does cricket deserve a place at the big table? No. Why didn't they Emphatic go for Emphatic no, 2020. Can I ask, why didn't they go for the 2020 Olympics? Boom, boom. boom. Dawn Fraser last week was voted Australia's greatest ever female sports person ahead of Betty Cuthbert and Lane Beachley. I tell you what, they missed one. Heather Mackay was outside the top ten, and that was a bit of a disgrace for me. There mine. could not have been a better winner. Totally endorsed by all and sundry. Well done, Dawn. Well done, Dawn. And Australia's Billy Deeb lost his IBF featherweight world title to Evgeny Gradovic in the US in a split decision. Oh. It was a big upset and he was looking very sore and sorry afterwards. He had him covered after the first five. a very and then poorly strategic fight he I fought. agree, I agree. Now for the Sporting Bet Best Bets of the Week. I really like South to pump JT's Roosters in the opening game of the season. No surprises here. The Storm to absolutely rout the Dragons. And Sporting Bet think their uh, team, the Broncos, will be too good for Manly with the NRL season just about here. Now is the time to get in on all the footy tipping action. Footytips.com is the number one website in Australia. Footytips.com.au. I'm Russell Barwick. And as always, I'm Sam Kikovic. And remember, during the course of the week, go to those movies, village drive-ins, The Blinder. It oh. makes, you know, it makes sense. Another free plug? No, a Get a free, the... free chop and a McDonald's <laughs> and uh, a video popcorn, of popcorn, popcorn, whatever popcorn. else you're plugging.